They're bringing an extra to bat. Here comes Ray Roberts and Harris eats him alive, and down he goes. The sack for Ray Rob. That's a fade to black sack right there for Roy Rob. Snap is back. Here comes the Bears' pass rush, and they hit Aaron Rodgers, and down he goes inside the 10-yard line in the nickel rush. It is Roy Robertson Harris in a 10-yard sack. They don't want to see us, dog. They don't want to see us. You already know. And Roy Robertson Harris, a rising player to keep an eye on in the years to come. And you are tuning in to Why Not Sports with the homie D. Murph. So why not? Why not? Why not sports? It impacts your everyday life. Why not sports? It's more than on and off the court. Why not sports? Hey. Why not sports? Yeah. Why not sports? It impacts your everyday life. Why not sports? It's more than on and off the court. Why not sports? Hey. Why not sports? D Murph. D Murph. You a fool for this one. For this one. <laughs> yeah. All right, world. Bears fans. To the Why Not Sports Nation. Man, I'm definitely pumped and excited. But I can't be rude because that would be unfair on my part. I have to introduce my dog, everybody's dog, Big Roy, Row Boy, Turned Up Row. What's happening, man? Man, D-Mur, what's good, man? What's good, you know? <laughs> Same old, like I've been preaching for the last, what, almost month and a half. Come staying on. Staying safe and staying out the way. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, other than that, everything is good, man. Like I said, continue. The family's good. Uh, just actually seen my brother for the first time almost a month yesterday, so oh. he's good, you know. So everybody's out here doing good right now, man. Trying to work with the circumstances right now, but you know, still best to be able to do things that we like to do. Yes, sir. And which is provide content with a dope guest, dope individual. Will help me introduce NFL pro, family man, part of the UTEP two step legacy. Mr. Roy Robertson Harris. Welcome. Big X, Big Xander, Bigger Roy. Welcome to Why Not Sports, bro. Thank you for tuning what's, in. What's you know? going on, y'all? Man, I appreciate y'all having me, man. This is actually my first time on a podcast, so I'm actually pretty juiced about this. Ah, that's even now. That's cool, man. <laughs> I listen to I listen to uh I listen to Mike Tyson's podcast and uh he has some interesting guests on there. And, yeah. That's really what got me started on podcasts, to be honest with you. I never really had no interest in it. And I just, I was on Instagram and seeing that he's, you know, been doing a podcast for the past couple of years. And I yep. just jumped on it. And I was like, yeah, this is cool, man. Just listening to conversation and, you know, people's experiences throughout life. So I'm like, man, that's cool, man. So to be able to be on y'all's podcast, be, you know, being my first one, I appreciate y'all for that. Man, this is an honor. It's huge. And to, for those listeners out there, it's titled Hot Boxing with Mike Tyson. Dope podcast, by the way. I've checked it out as well. So, uh, But yeah, man, uh, Roy Rob Harris, like, like y'all heard from the beginning of the podcast, man, this brother, 
man, putting fear in the Aaron Rodgers, Kirk Cousins. Hey, that NFC division, hey, I got the big dog over here, bigger dog over here putting in work, man. But just let the first-time listeners know um, just kind of your story, man. I see you was um, born in, in, in Cali, came out here to Texas for high school, went to college, obviously, in, in, at UTEP, and now uh, a professional defensive end NFL player for the Chicago Bears. Yeah, man. I uh, I was born and raised out in Oakland, and uh, I was raised in a single parent home. My mom took care of me and my sister growing up, and um, she got married. Uh, I think I was twelve, going on thirteen. Got married to my pops, my stepdad. Come on, you know, to me is my pops. Absolutely. And uh, he's been doing this thing, you know, for me and making sure, you know, setting the example and. That's really, you know, where I get my work ethic from and, you know, being a family man, that's, I get all that from him. Man, you know, I, as much as I love my moms and, you know, she raised us by herself for a long time, you know, I got to give a lot of credit to my to my dad just for just instilling all that work in, in me and and um, just showing me, you know, the ways of how, you know, supposed to, to raise a family. You know, I got two boys. on. Well, I, I have one son. I have another one on the way. He'll be here in a few weeks. So I'm gonna have two boys. On Congratulations! My hands, so thank you, thank you. So I'm gonna, have, I'm gonna, I'm gonna really have to, you know, to you know get to it. You know, it's one thing to have one, but now I got two. So <laughs> having two boys in the house is gonna be chaos. But you know, just just having that, it's you know, it's it's gonna be fun. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, man, I, I moved out to Dallas um, when I was 13. Went to high school in Dallas. And from there, I went to uh, El Paso, met Roe. I was a freshman. I was a red shirt freshman at that. So I wasn't seeing, you know, no game time while I, when I first got there. Anytime I seen Roe, he was just chilling. You know, the, the <laughs> you know, the H-Town, the H-Town legend, bro. He was just uh-huh. just chilling, bro. Just lean back, just chilling. So, you know, Roe was always cool. Anytime I see him, he always, you know, dap me up, show me love and, you know, I, I took that and I was like, man, that's what's up, man, because I didn't get I didn't get that from a lot of, you know, from anybody, not yeah. just anybody. You know, Roe was one of those guys that always show love. And, you know, I really took that to heart and, uh, you know, played them four years at Utah Red Shirt in them four years and uh, I signed to the Bears undrafted and um, had a little rocky start at first, mm-hmm. uh, but everything played out the way it should have and. And now I'm going on, uh, going on year five. Now, well, not counting my rookie year because I missed my rookie year. Uh, going on year four, but um, yeah, man, I've been with Chicago since 2016, and you know I enjoy it. I'm in Houston in the off season. H Town is like my second home. Come on. Um, as much as I, you know, I, I talk about the Bay, you know, I, that the, you know, that's where my roots are. That's where I grew up, but. When it comes to the H, man, I've been out. I've been out here since I was training for pro day, and everybody that knows me knows that I love H Town, man. Everything about the city, the culture, the people, the food. I'm a big food lover, so you know, just Breakfast Club, that's my spot. Yeah, you know, man. Whenever I, get, whenever I get a chance, man, I'm, I'm hitting Breakfast Club. You know, my my wife is from the East Side; she's from North Shore, so okay. you know, uh, hit a hit a bunch of different taco trucks on that side Come of town, on. and you know, we in the city, so you know, whatever steakhouse or chicken spot, you know, anything anything that's good food, you know, we with it. So I've always had love and appreciation for the city, Houston, man, and 
you know, the city has embraced me and I and I've always I've always loved it. So that's where I'm at when I'm not in Chicago. So, man, H-Town, hold it down. H-Town, hold it down. Well, Big Roy, well, Big, wait, 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 Big Roy, my dog, everybody's dog. <laughs> he, he, he know my story, too. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, yeah. Roy, because like me, man, I, I grew up in the Midwest, grew up, born and raised in Gary, went to high school in Chicago. And by okay. default, I'm a Bears fan, by default. Um, okay. But having you on this platform, man, it, and Big Roy will tell you, man, or Ro in this case will tell you, it's like, man, I don't have a football team. I talk sports, been doing this since 2016, <clears throat> basically when you've been with the Bears, man. And and it just, it, it humbles me, man, to hear your story. You know, two sons. Guess what? I got the D-Murph legacy with Big D and Little D. And, yeah. and, yeah. and you've been undrafted, man, and. Signed on to be with the Bears for another year, playing next to Khalil Mack and, and, and that great defense, man, and and just to hear your story, man, and how Houston embraced you. Like I love Houston. Like I tell people, they be like, "Man, Murph, where you from? You from Houston?" I'm like, "No, my, like you said, uh, Bigger Roy. My roots is from the Midwest, but I, I man." I love Houston, so H-Town hold it down. So I just wanted to just get, let you know more how Houston embraced me as well. So shout out to Houston. No doubt, no doubt. It's funny because everybody, even on, even in the locker room, you know, guys, hey, where you from? Oh, I'm from the Bay. Oh, but you don't talk like you're from the Bay. Oh, you know, I've been in Houston for a long time yeah. now, so I, you know, I'm starting to, I'm starting to talk like I'm from Houston, not intentionally, right. but just, you know, I'm just surrounded by all the Houstonians and. You know, just the way I just the way I carry myself, and I done turned into a country boy a little bit. I started hunting uh, a couple years back with some of my old teammates, or one of my teammates. Uh, he he's in Detroit now, just signed a good deal, so he's able to take care of his family. Um, so I go out and we go hunting every year after the season's done. So, man, I've been I've been really then turned to, turned into a Texas boy for real. So. <laughs> Man, yeah, Houston, Houston, Houston embraces you. You, 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 Houston, you, you a Houstonian now, so you good now. Shoot, man, I appreciate <laughs> that, man. I can't shoot. I got, I got, I got Houston on my ID, so I think I'm good. Everything, yeah, everything, man. Everything Facts. registered in Houston, Texas, man. So I can't, I can't say nothing about it. Facts on facts on facts. Well, I gotta hear the story though. I, I know, bro. I know you have some stories, man. You the big man on campus, but then you hear, you see Roy Rob Harris in the building. Like, like, what were your first thoughts when you seen him, man, coming into that locker room, man? Man, really, I think I seen Roy. Remember how we used to have them uh, beginning of the year meetings at January in the Durham Center, Roy. Mm-hmm. And uh, because Price, because Mike Price was a coach at the time, I think. And um, I remember everybody just coming in, gathering, you know. Everybody seeing who walking up the stairs, who the freshman, who the new people. And uh, I was sitting next to you remember, you know, Ski, you know, Ski. Yeah, I was at the Ski, you know, and um, and I see Roy walk up the stairs. He didn't take the elevator, <laughs> he took the stairs. And it was like, it was like two or three flights of stairs. I see him walking up. I'm like, damn, this dude big. He in the wrong. He may be looking for the Haskins Center instead of the football center. Like, that's where the basketball players play at. I'm like, maybe in the wrong center. And I, t- I told Ski, and Ski just shook his head. You know, Ski ain't going to say much. He just shook his head. And I was like, damn, bro, this, this dude is huge. He was huge. And I, I just didn't, I thought you was a basketball player because you were so big, Roy. And come to find out, you know, and um, seeing you out on the practice field, getting some of the, uh, the reps in with the red shirts. And I remember uh, actually 
talking to Coach P, Coach Patterson, he actually is a defensive line coach, D Murph at the for the Minnesota Vikings. Mm, okay. He was like, he was like, he was a coach at the time at UTEP. I remember I walking into his meeting in his uh, office one day, he was watching film and he was watching the uh, Red Shirts film. And uh, he kept pointing at Roy. <laughs> he kept pointing at Roy on the screen. <laughs> and he was like, he kept saying like, yeah, he gonna be, and he, he said, cause he gonna be something. I said, I'm, I'm gonna get him right. And he kept saying his word, his football term, Roy, you know what I'm about to say, he kept saying Twitch. Mm-hmm. He got this twitch, <laughs> yeah. And I, I'm looking. I'm like, man, he got this twitch. I'm like, deep. I'm like, man, Coach Patterson's gonna turn him into something. He kept using that word twitch, and I'm like, man, he's he, he's gonna turn him into something. And you blossom into what you were. You know, I remember seeing you when we was out there playing. You sit in the stands, first, second row, just hearing his own motivate us. That's why I was so I got so cool because he was like a freshman at the same time. I mean, I, I didn't really care if freshmen overset their boundaries. Everybody's everybody out there to me. Mm-hmm. So, and, but after the game, Roy was one of the first people in the locker room congratulating us. He was over with the linebackers. He a D lineman, you know yeah. what I mean? So, <laughs> he, was, he always had great attitude, great team spirit. He was always a great team player. Even when he wasn't playing, he was in there celebrating when we wins and helping us do what we took with losses and stuff like that. So, all around, I knew he was going to be a great, great guy. And I knew he was going to accomplish a lot. This off his athleticism, his talent, his work ethic. So, that's just a few stories I remember seeing, but you know, I, I'm to this day I'm proud of him. A lot. Some of the guys told me to tell you what's up. I talked to Skeet yesterday. I talked to Bagley. I talked to other guys like every day. That I told him he's been going to show. They told me to tell you what's up, man. So they all we all still rooting for you, man. We all still behind you in your corner and you know, cheering you on every day, every year. You you out there? So um, yeah, man. This is a few stories I had of him, but it. Overall, man, he's a great guy. From the days before that, met him. I remember dabbing him up all the time in the locker room. He'd come in there and talk to us, and he didn't want to be around the guy. He didn't want to be one of the guys, and he fed in perfectly, you know. And especially in what we said out there in El Paso, wasn't much to do, so everybody just hung out together, yeah. you know. So, I mean, Roy, I mean, I, to this day, I was like I say, bro, I'm still proud of you, and I, I appreciate that invite you gave me to the Chicago game that one year, like a couple years ago. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was my first year playing too. Let me tell you something, Roy. I would never be back in Chicago in November again in my life. <laughs> you know, I was, I've never been so cold in my life, man. I, I could, I, I never been to a football game was that cold, and I, I cannot go to Chicago in November or December. I, I gotta go within the first four, four, five weeks of the season, bro. If I come back out, there, I can't. Go back. <laughs> that's that's funny because that's what that's what everybody say every time anybody comes out it's, or they say they want to come out it's like man i got if i'm gonna get out there it's got to be in september man because i'm like man, <laughs> i mean you still got october you got november like early november you're probably looking at you're probably looking at 40s and 50s so that's really not too bad but this year actually um on christmas it was actually uh it got up to about 71 this oh, year man. on christmas so it was we actually had a good, uh, good year. The year before that, I think it snowed, and the year before that, it did. It snowed bad. The first matter of fact, the year that you came out uh, to the game that year, that Christmas, it snowed bad, and it was about it was about four degrees that year. Yeah, it was snowing that whole weekend. I was in a hotel room, like I don't know if I'm gonna be able to go out and sightsee. Yeah, the Georgia statue. I was like, man, I don't really do snow in Houston like that, you know. But yeah. uh, <laughs> it was cold. It was very cold, man. Now, we talked about undrafted, Roy, but I want to talk about your, your like, you, 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 you're a big guy, man. And like Big Roy, big, well, in this case, Big Roy, or Roy was saying, like, this guy thought you was a hooper. So, what was your size going into your freshman year? Your height so and your weight? Fresh, my freshman year, I, I showed up 
240, uh, 6'6". I was, uh, as I look back, I look back at pictures, man, I was a stick. I seen, <laughs> I seen, uh, who was, uh, was it Obi? Obi was, yeah, Obi was a senior. Obi yeah. was big. Obi wasn't tall. Obi's probably, what, like 6'1", 6'2". He's not a big dude, but he's he solid. He's a, yeah, he's he a built big, dude. Yeah. So I seen Obi, and then I look at Skeet. Skeet tall like me, tall and skinny like me. So I'm thinking, like, okay, you know, Coach P going to have me doing the same thing Skeet going to do. I'm going to be a backside in, you know, the fast, twitchy dude. And, and then P tell me, hey, man, you know, you're going to be you're gonna be the strong side in. You're going to be watching Obi. And I'm like, I'm not gonna be watching Obi. I'm skinny as hell, man. I'm, I'm, two, I'm 240. Obi probably about 250, 260. Big, solid dude. Yeah. And then, you know, as the years went on, man, I felt like I just got strong. Like I was, I, I really enjoyed my time in the weight room. Like you know, you got, you got a lot of, a lot of the guys. Which, man, we got these hundreds. Man, we got these, we got these heavy squats. So you know, whatever have you. I'm like, man, Fridays, I know about that squat heavy. That was my lift. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So everybody, everybody, everybody from that time that Davis was there, everybody knew like you know body by Davis. We was gonna go in there and get strong, and I just, I just took to it, man. I, I used to love going in there and just get and just get strong, man. Throw mm-hmm. five plates on the bar and just and just go heavy squat. You know that was my thing, and so time just went on. I just got bigger. I was able to put the weight on. I was able to get stronger, and everything played out the way it was. When I first showed up, man, I was a stick, man. I was skinny. <laughs> I still felt like I was strong, but I, you know, looking at the guys that I was around that were upperclassmen, you know, your juniors and your seniors, I'm like, man, these dudes are huge. Mm-hmm. You know, when I'm looking at these dudes, I'm like, man, these dudes about to go into the NFL. These dudes are grown men. Yeah, I'm 18 years old, showing up on campus and thinking, you know, at the time I'm big man on campus yeah. until I go out to UTEP. <laughs> you know, then you got to start over. Same yeah. thing when you get to the NFL. You big man on campus until you get to that locker room. Mm-hmm. Now you're a rookie, and you know you got to start all over. And so it's the same thing. You know, I showed up to that Chicago locker room. I was a big dude. I, I was the biggest dude on our defense at UTEP my senior year. Well, my really my sophomore, junior year, and senior year. And um, once I got into the NFL, all these dudes were big. You know, I, I look back and I'm like, dang, I was I was skinny all over again. And so now. My weight, like right now, I'm 290. You know, my weight, I don't feel out. I feel like my body is exactly where it needs to, to be. be. As as far as you know, as far as weight, you know, my height, I don't think I'm gonna get any taller. But uh, you know, my weight, my body fat, I feel like my weight. You know, I feel like all of that is where it needs to be. Um, you know, at least until I'm done playing. Once I'm done, I know I'm gonna shrink back down to about 240. <laughs> I know I'm gonna lose the weight because I'm not gonna have to eat as much. Yeah. I'm gonna lift. I'm gonna still lift. I'm gonna still stay active, but yeah. I know I'm not gonna eat as much because I'm not gonna have to keep the weight on, right. and I'm not gonna have to be on an eating schedule. So I'm gonna definitely, uh, I'm gonna definitely be back down about 240. But I want to make sure I'm still, you know, got a little something because I gotta keep up with these two boys, man. So Come on. I'm gonna definitely have to keep my. I'm gonna definitely have to keep my weight up and my strength up. So. <laughs> <laughs> Six seven two ninety world, y'all heard it from himself. That's a big dude. That's the bigger Roy in this case, y'all. That man, I, uh, I'm about two forty five, and I, you know, what I'm saying. So anyway, uh, now nah, that's dope, man. And again, congratulations on the new addition to the family, and just the the the, the extension on being a bear. 
Um, but being undrafted, though, man, like how was that for you when it was that time as far as that draft uh, for that particular year? Did you have any projections of, of being drafted? Uh, it was kind of 50-50, to oh. be honest with you, okay. because um, – you know, I would go, I would go on NFL.com and look up, you know, what kind of reports they had on me, and um, they had me projected fifth, fifth through seventh, and I think that was on draft day. Prior to that, you know, I didn't have any, uh, I didn't go to any All Star games, I didn't go to the combine, so mm-hmm. everything was based off of my tape. And then I went to a regional combine in Arizona. It was either going to the one in Houston or Arizona. The, the drive was going to be closer to Arizona. And I done made the drive back and forth to Houston plenty of times. Mm-hmm. But for the quick trip that I needed, Arizona was going to be more convenient. Did that. And it didn't really give me anything because these were scouts just for Arizona. I thought it was going to be similar to the the big combine that everybody sees on TV. Um, but it was a good experience. Um, but back to Pro Day. Pro Day is where I got that's where I got most of my looks from. I balled out. I'd had a, ran a four seven one. I had wow. uh, twenty three reps on the bench. My vert, I think, was thirty five and a half inches. I don't remember my broad jump. Um, three cone was good. My shuttle was good. Everything was just it was great. I had I had to do linebacker drills as well as defensive end drills. Mm. Yeah. Being yeah. the fact that I was a little bit lighter. They figured, okay, this dude is athletic. We can put him at outside linebacker. Gotcha. I'm thinking, you know what? That's going to be cool because I get to stand up. It'll look cool. It's going to be flashy. I'm going to do what Vaughn is doing. Vaughn and Khalil, they get to stand up. <laughs> stand up, three-point stands. They get to change it up. So I'm doing drop drills, and I knew it was coming, so I'm training for these drops. I could drop. I'm catching. I'm doing all this stuff. So when I signed to Chicago, I signed and they're telling me, you know, you're going to be outside linebacker. I'm like, okay, cool. But it wasn't the outside linebacker that I envisioned. I'm thinking I'm going to be a stand-up, just pass rusher, just getting after it. Mm -hmm. First day of walkthrough, actually, I think it was the first day we show up. We go through um, with with the training staff. We do our physicals and everything, blood tests. Now we're clear. First thing we have to do is go to walk through outside with the vets. So I go out there for my reps, and uh, my coach says, hey, "On this play, you gotta uh, you gotta walk out to number two. And I'm thinking like the number two, like the number two tight end, like the YY. Mm-hmm. He's like, "No, nah, you gotta walk out to number two, like the number two receiver." And I'm looking like you talking <laughs> about all the way, you know, at the numbers. He's like, "Yeah, you gotta walk out." I said, yeah. okay, so what I'm going to do from there? Like, I'm, I'm, you know, just showing and I walk up back into the box and I rush. He's like, no, nah, you got to carry him 10 to 12 yards. And I said, no, 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 no. That's not what I signed up for. And I'm thinking, like, yo, this is going to be a long season just trying to get – like, this is the first day of OTAs for us, for us rookies. Right. We just got in town. We getting set up, getting, you know, into the playbook. So all of this is new. I'm not trying to cover no receivers, but, um, you know, it ended, ended up, you know, it sucked. It ended up just sucking for me the whole off season, get to training camp. So, so a pause, I'm training out here in Houston, getting ready for training camp. And I, uh, and this is what, this is leading up to why I missed my rookie season. 
I'm uh, training and I had a heat stroke training on the field. Mm. Basically, I uh, I was dehydrated and I had a full body cramp, was rushed to the ER to get IVs. And they tell me I had this muscle disease called rhabdo. And um, long story short, it's, uh, you know, your body, your body can no longer produce sweat and you basically just have a full body cramp. So I missed, uh, due to that, I missed my entire rookie season. When you miss um, all that time, you begin to put on weight. So I ended up getting a little bit big. Um, they moved me inside and now I'm playing, uh, officially playing D-line, but obviously in a three, uh, a three down front compared to, at UTEP I was in a four down front. So I was, gotcha. a, I was a true four down in. Now I'm playing a three down end, so I'm playing three tech. I'm playing five head up with a tackle. I'm playing one tech. If you know, if we're if we're pass rushing, you know, I could go from inside outside. I'm all over the board, mm -hmm. and so um, you know, there is a blessing in disguise because I feel like looking back, you know, a part of me is saying, okay, God is telling me you're not ready for this yet. Yeah. So let's take this year to to get your body to where it needs to be. And um, Chicago actually ends up keeping me, you know, I'm showing up to meetings every day. And it sucked, man. I ain't going to lie to you. Like, showing up every day, you know, I just I had just got married. My son was just born. Everything is just happening fast. Mm. Everything's happening fast. And, you know, I look back and, you know, me and, me and my wife have talked about it. You know, I was I sucked at being a dad at first because. I dealt with this, you know, not being able to play. Every football player deals with that, that anger where, you know, you maybe it's, you're missing one game or a whole season. Mm -hmm. It sucks. You don't want to do anything. You don't want to talk True. to anybody. That's all it I know. Sucks. <coughs> your, mm -hmm. Exactly. Your your life is revolved around this game. Mm -hmm. And so I'm, I didn't look at it as an advantage. Like, hey, you know, this is time for me to, this is the extra time I get to spend with my wife and my son. You know, my son is at the time he's a month old, couple months old. You know, this is a this is a chance for me to get that extra time in with him, and you know, just bond, get that bond. But you know, instead, I'm I'm sitting around, I'm pouting, and, you know, I'm just angry about the whole situation. You know, once the once the year is done and I'm allowed to work out again, and you know, I start getting back into better shape, then everything starts getting better. I'm officially living in Houston. You know, I'm, we're staying at the in-laws at the time because we didn't have our house. Mm -hmm. um, so that sucked. But at the same time, you know, you know, you're making progress. You're still fresh out of college and yeah. even a year out of college yet. But everything, you know, everything ended up playing out the way it needed to. And, you know, now I'm in a now I'm in a perfect spot now. You know, my body, is, you know, is where it needs to be. Um, you know, I've. I've been blessed enough to play in as, as many games as I played in and sat quarterbacks and, you know, been in primetime games, was able to start. My first start was on Monday night football against the Redskins. Um, at the time, I had been training with Adrian Peterson, so to be able to play against him was, was cool because, you know, we've watched him growing up. Oh, yeah. So just to be able to, to do all that stuff um, over these past few years has just been a blessing, man, and to you know just to look back at everything that i have been through just to get to where i'm at now is just crazy um you know because guys are 
you know, older guys, hey, man, what, what round you go in? I said, man, I'm eighth round pick, man. I was in the eighth round. They look at me. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, man, I wasn't, I wasn't, I wasn't drafted, man. I ain't go to the county. Would you, uh, would you measure at the combine? Yeah, I ain't go to the combine, man. Bro. So everybody sees that, and I'm just like, yeah, man. Like, I like, I like to have that as my story because everything's given to me, you know, step by step, as opposed to you know, you get your first and second round guys, they get, they get it all instantly. Mm-hmm. You know, you first second round, you gonna, they looking for you to start. Yep. You know, so I've, I've been able to just take it. You know, a day at a time, a game at a time, a, a year at a time, and it's been it's been good, man. I can't complain at all about how my journey's been, and you know, just to just to see how everything played out. I, I love to see it. I love looking back and seeing my growth, and um, you know, I do I do you know look back, and there be times where I do miss you know everything with UTEP, and then there are times where I was man, I wish I was drafted, but. You know, everything played out the way yeah. it should. So mm-hmm. I'm yeah. blessed, man. I'm blessed. Yes, sir. All praise to the most high. Come on. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, buddy. What what you got over there for him? Uh in this case, uh Roe. What you got for uh bigger Roy? Man, um actually man, this is like a two part question for you, man. And out there you out there playing in Chicago and we all know the Bears come with a lot of history. <laughs> Especially on that de- on the defensive side of the ball, man. And looking at like y'all defense, y'all roster, man, y'all got y'all are stacked. Like, I mean, I'm talking front seven to the secondary. I'm talking Hakeem <laughs> Hicks, Khalil <laughs> Mack. Like y'all guys, Robert Quinn, I think is just came over there. They look back in the secondary with uh, Eddie Kurt. I mean, um, Eddie Jackson. That guy is like a pick six waiting to happen every time he catch the ball. He pick six it. But one one name really stands out on the defense to me besides you is, is Khalil Mack. What's the presence of being in the same locker room or being in the same meeting room meeting room with a guy like that? You know, because the guy easy you can say one of the best football players in, in, in the league right now. I mean, he's one of the most dominant players. We all know what he went through when he got traded away from Oakland to the Chicago Bears. But what is his presence like when you're like sitting in the meeting room or you look to your left like, man, that's Khalil Mack. Like what? Like what? What is his presence around in the locker room in the meeting room being a guy around a guy like that? Uh, Mac Mac is definitely a leader, man. You you feel it. You feel it when you in meetings, when we on the field, the practice field. Uh, one of my favorite things to see from Mac is uh, he wants to be the first one on the field. So mm. that's one thing that he's brought to our defense is you know coming to practice with energy. So we'll so we'll be on the sidelines. And uh, offense will be out there, you know, with the scout team, defense, and they'll be running their plays. And we all just be sitting there, you know, defense will be chilling, right? And then the hey, uh, first D up, y'all on us on such and such uh, yard line on left hash to place the ball. Mac is out there sprinting. He'll sprint from the sideline. We seen we seen that for the first time, and we was like, dang, that dude ready. <laughs> and so now. <laughs> Now it in turn after after two years now every like the whole defense we all racing to get to the ball we know Max gonna go you know whether he got his helmet on or off he's he getting it mm. and we man we trying to race him out there and it's just the energy that he bring to the defense you know so 
with him, we got Akeem. Akeem is just Akeem, man. I can't even explain him. Yeah, He's he, just, he, he looks like a character out there. Man, <laughs> man, Akeem, man, he one of the funniest dudes to be around, man. He, he's going he gonna to roast you. You're going to sit there. You're going to get roasted. But at the same time, it's all love. You know? mm-hmm. his, whole, his whole thing is like, man, we can't. We can't sit here and not have fun. We yeah. we live in our dream. You know, we can't sit around and not enjoy it. So as much time as we spend together, you know, the time we're going to spend in these meetings, we're going to sit here and get roasted too. So we're going to talk <laughs> some junk. We're going to talk some junk. We're going to sit here. We're going to have fun with it, you know. So that's one thing that I love about Akeem. Uh, it's crazy, you know, the Quinn, Quinn's coming in this year. I used to watch Quinn all the time when I was at UTEP, just the way he moves on his pass rush, mm-hmm. you know, his get off and just how elusive he is getting around tackles, man. I used to love watching his film. So to be able to be on the field with him is going to be exciting just to see what he brings to the table and the kind of leadership he brings. I'm excited to see how we all play as one, you know, one yeah. defense. And, uh, you know, it helps that we got Bojack in the backfield. You know, yeah. he's a, like you said, he's a, he's a walking pick six waiting to happen. Man. So, man, you know, man. if you, if you got a good pass for us, Bo's going to get the ball. Kyle's going to get the ball. Danny's going to get the ball. Somebody's going to get after that ball. Mm-hmm. We put pressure on the queue. So, you know, I feel like, I feel like we're going to continue to get better and, you know, continue to play, you know, as one good unit. I feel like that's I feel like that's why we have been as good as we have been the past couple of years because we understand each other. The communication is there. We don't make too many mistakes as far as you know one unit. There's not you know one guy out there that's trying to do his own thing and trying to make plays. You know, I gotta make the Pro Bowl, bro. This for my yeah. numbers. <laughs> Nobody, nobody's doing that. Like I, yeah. it's funny that you say that because like we had played Minnesota. Um, it might have been I don't know if it was last year or the year before, but I was in on a sack, and Kirk, uh, no, Kirk wasn't even there. Well, yeah, Kirk was there, so it was two years ago, and uh, I ended up getting credit. I ended up getting half of a sack with Akeem on that play. But <laughs> after the play, at the time I didn't know, but at the time, um, we on the field, I looked and I asked, I said, like, "Hey, bro, who who got that sack?" He's like, "Bro, it don't even matter." That right there showed me like Mac don't care. We trying to get off the field. It don't matter who yeah. who's making the play as long as somebody's making the play. We all playing as one unit. It don't matter like oh he got the sack, he got the sack. It don't matter who get the sack. We just trying to play. We got one goal, and that's to win a, a each game at a time. And then eventually, you know, the goal, ultimate goal is to win a Super Bowl. That's everybody's goal. So you know that's 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 the kind of the energy and the mindset that Mac brings to that room. And everybody feels it. Everybody sees it. They see it every day in practice and means they see what he brings to the table. You know, so we just we try to follow it and try and make sure we're the best us that we can be. Mm-hmm. And you brought up an interesting point also about the Minnesota Vikings. What's the relationship with Coach P? Like, you still see Coach P after every game and say what's up to him? I know it kind of be kind of odd when you're out there on the field and you and you <laughs> and you're no, on the field. No, it's passing, standing there like man. <laughs> you know, man, when I talk to like, P, man, I still talk. P actually texted me uh, a couple of weeks ago just to check on me about this whole with this whole coronavirus thing going on. <laughs> mm-hmm. He uh, he was hitting me up. You know, we talk probably once a year when it comes to you know not playing in the games. I'll either call him or he'll text me. But 
uh, I'll see him. I'll see him before every game that we play and after. And he'll always talk. You know, he always talk to me, tell me how proud he is of me. You know, because he he was the reason I went to Utah. He's mm. the ultimate reason I went there. Uh, a lot of people don't know because everybody will ask, oh, you know, what kind of offers did you have? And it's like, yeah, I had some good offers to go to different schools, to go to bigger schools. But I wanted to play for P. P grew up in uh, the same neighborhood as my as my parents. He he's known my mom since uh, she was two uh, two years old, and so he's uh, I guess you could say he's a family friend. Mm-hmm. But um, not just that, but you know, obviously every everyone knows his coaching. Everyone knows that he's coached many Hall of Famers. You know, prior to being back in in college, and then now he's going back into the NFL a few years ago. So now. He's got Minnesota, and you know he's got Everson, and, and he's got Daniel up there. You know he's got some good ballers. Mm-hmm. So just being able to play for him, that was my ultimate goal going into UTEP. And obviously, I was disappointed when he left, but uh, you know you can't you can't make your decisions on a coach, you know, because at the end of the day, they've got to make their decisions, absolutely, you know, for their best interest. You know, so I mean, ended it. I mean, I can't, I can't sit here and like, oh man, I shouldn't have went to Utah because B was gonna leave in a year. Like, no, nah, man, I still, I still, you know, enjoyed my time at UTEP. I still was able to get my my college experience. You know, I met my wife at UTEP. You know, we enjoyed our time there, and you know, now we married and have our family. So, you know, I UTEP is a lot of blessings for me. You know, these past years. Um, but yeah, man, P, man, that's my guy still. Him, him, and Coach Rod. You know, Rod yeah. was up there with him for a few years. And the thing about Rod, you know, he was he wasn't my position coach, but he would coach me as if he was. Um, you know, I was forty three in high school, and so when I went to UTEP, I was like, man, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be forty three. And he told me like, man, you gonna wear that forty three, man, because that was my number in college, and you gonna have to come with it. Hmm. I'm like, all right, yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he was. Uh, yeah, yeah. So he was he was like, man, if you gonna have that on your chest, man, you gonna have to roll. You gonna have to ride with me. All right, cool. So, Coach Rod always stayed on me, especially you know about school. You know, if I was struggling with my grades, he was always making sure he's on top of me and just make sure, hey man, get get done what you need to get done because this football this football stuff is important. And, you know, we love it, but the most important thing is your degree. I don't care how good you are in football, you got to take care of your classes. Because your classes, without them, you can't play. Facts. So, Rod was always on my tail about that. And still, to this day, I still talk to him, too. Uh, I was able to go up to AC's wedding. And uh, so, I was able to get some some sit-down time with Rod and P. You know, we just chat, man. And then, nothing about football, man, but just life. Because everything is so surrounded life. around football. All we, do is, <laughs> all we do is do football. Meetings, yeah. you know, playbook. It's our whole life is surrounded around the game. So just being able to sit down and just have a couple of drinks and just talk, man. Just yeah. say, hey, how's everything? You know, you know, how's how's life? You know, so it's been it's been good, man. I've been able to keep up with those guys. That's what's up, man. Any other questions you got for him, bro? Man, that's that's all, man. That's all, man. He he, he told it all. He told it all. You know? Man. Well, bigger Roy. Roy Rob Harris, man, I I definitely want to just say thank you. You give me more of a reason to go back to my favorite football team by default by checking out the Chicago Bears because you are the first Bear to be on the platform. And this is part of the reason why Why Not Sports exists because 
of course, with myself and and uh, Big Roy, we talk about the good, bad, and the ugliest sports and how it impacts your everyday life. You spoke on your family. You spoke on your relationship with Roe. You spoke on the relationship with your coaches. And even from college until now, just still having that uh, relationship, man, is key for us um, being athletes to carry that on, whether we plan or not, man. So you definitely doing great things man I, like I said before I appreciate you man and I do have one last question for you when this is said and done I gotta ask somebody that's actually doing it where do you rank your defense in the NFL oh man uh, I mean that's a that's a pretty straightforward answer man I'm, we number one man it is <laughs> We're number one, we got we got the best we got the best safety in the NFL, man. We got two of the top pass rushers on the edge. We number one, man. We got one of the best <laughs> interior interior line. Actually, two of them. We got Eddie Eddie Goldman, and we got Akeem Hicks up in the middle. Mm-hmm. So, I, I think I think when it comes to all around defense, you're talking about linebackers, the front seven, D line, linebackers, DBs. We number one in the NFL, man. Bear no, without down. a question. Without a question. <laughs> well, man, I, again, I thank you. If you want to just give the world an opportunity to find you on social media, this is a good opportunity opportunity to do so. Oh yeah, man. Uh, Twitter, Twitter, and Instagram is Big Xander ninety five B I G X A N D E R ninety five. Um. I'm also on uh, Xbox at the time. Hey. I'm, doing a little, I'm doing a little bit of Call of Duty. I've been playing a lot of duty with this old <laughs> coronavirus just to just to pass the time when I'm not lifting or spending time with family. So uh, Xbox gamer tag is Hunt Dog ninety five. That's H U N T D A W G ninety five. If y'all trying to run some duty. Ah. I'm on it. I'm not the best. I'm not the best. I'm not gonna claim to be the best, but I'm getting a little bit better. I got my stuff the way I need it to. Oh, so man. I'm getting up. I'm getting up there. But if you if you're trying to run some duty, man, that's what I'm doing in my spare time when I'm not with the fam or on the uh, on the field or weight room grinding. That's what I'm doing. Um, yeah, man. Instagram, Twitter, Big Xander ninety five. That's that's it, man. Now I know you posted on your Instagram, Big X, Big Xander, that hunting season. So you do it in real life and the video game. Okay, I see you over there, yep. big dog. <laughs> yeah, man, <that's, laughs> hunting season. I kind of got that from. Uh, I got that just from hunting. Just been wanting to go hunt. I yeah. started deer hunting a couple years ago, and so just just taking that is. I mean, it's simple. It's simple as it, it is what it says. It is in hunting season. So, you know, a lot of people, I, I said that, actually, I said that one time after I was mic'd up for one of the games we played. <laughs> yes, sir. And I did, uh, I had did a signing um, a few, it might have been a few weeks after that. And this this old this old timer came up to me and said, hey, man, I want, can you sign this for me? And then I want you to put what you always say. And I was like, what do I always say? I was like, because I'm on the field, so, I mean, you can't hear what I'm saying all the time. So, he was like, man, you say it's hunting season. I was like, <laughs> I was like, I said I said that one time, you know, but if you want me to ride with it, I yeah. will. So, I just started riding with it. So, 
I hunt, you know, hunting season and hunt dog. I just that's what I roll with. My boy Nick, Big Nick, man, he'll probably hear this podcast once it come out. But yeah, Big Nick, man, that's my guy. That's who I go hunt with. He just signed with Detroit, so he's nice. about to do his thing up in Detroit. So yeah, man, that's that is what it is. NFC rivals. Yes, sir. <laughs> That's still my dog. We gonna be rolling, you know. He yeah. played D tackle, so we ain't gonna play against each other. But you know, it, it is what it is. Yeah. My my guy gonna ball out. Oh, he gonna yeah. do his thing up there in Detroit. So, yes, yes sir. What's up, man? What you got over there, Mister Smith? Oh uh, no, nah, man. Like I said, Roy, man, appreciate you for getting on the on the podcast with us for again, sure. man. And uh, we look, we look good. We'd we'll love to have you again, maybe after the season. Well, if things get back to normal after the season, talk about the recap of the season, how things go for you. Um, continue wish you success, great health, your family, yeah. your, your 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 newborn is going to come into come the on. world and everything. And if everything get back to normal in the Houston area. I got to link up with you because I ain't know before we talked about you was that close. But, hey, we're going to work that out. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, anytime, man. Anytime. I got the man cave set up, man. You can pull up anytime. Oh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir, yeah. man. Appreciate it, man. Appreciate it again. Well, no doubt, girl. man. Go oh, you got You got it, big dog. No, I was just going to say thank you, man. I appreciate y'all having me on and. You know, my first podcast. So, like I said before, man, I just appreciate y'all having me on your podcast. And I'll definitely be on again whenever y'all want me. Man, that's an honor. I'm humbled by it, man. My my list is like, Murph, you got to rock with the Bears now. You right. You you show right, y'all. Big boy, stop <laughs> laughing at me, big dog. You know I'm still undecided. <laughs> but having this show with Roy Rob Harris on the other end, it definitely increases my chances. But anyway, y'all, thank you for tuning in, rocking with me. Y'all know where to find the the man himself, even on the Xbox. Don't tell him I sent you, cause then if you suck, then anyway. But anyway, this is just appreciate you, man, and and make sure y'all follow and subscribe. I mean, just support um, the movement of the Bears and, and his personal journey, and just to seeing the things that. Uh, Roy Rob Hare has been able to accomplish and will accomplish and bringing uh, working on bringing a championship to yes, to, to, to the city of Chicago because it's going to be a minute for the Bulls hashtag last dance that's another story for another day but to find me on Twitter and Instagram at HDMurph you can find the show on most platforms and if there isn't a platform you cannot find this podcast on y'all let Big Roy up Big Roy know Y'all let me know Or let Bigger Roy know Somebody So we can make sure That happen And gain that exposure But y'all Until next time Until next week We love y'all And a big homie Salute Keep grinding Keep the faith Keep on running Keep on running